Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in, podcast listeners. College football season is complete. The Corona Bros told you we would never, ever get here. Alabama is your national champion. We break all that down for you. Todd Furman will join us. We'll also have Petros Papadakis and also my buddy Lance Taylor. All that rolling your direction. And you can also go give us a five-star podcast review. Danny G reads them. Guess what? You get the reward of having your name read out and an incredible prize package that includes the Immortal 5-Star T-shirt. All that headed your way. I appreciate all of you for listening on the podcast. Thank you. And we begin right now. The college football season is complete. How good were the tide? We're talking at this is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in. Congratulations, Alabama fans. We've had to say that a lot during the Nick Saban era. You are the undisputed college football national champion, and there's probably not even a team that was close to as good as you were this season. When we came into this season in college football, many of the questions that were out there included a phrase along the lines of, will we have an asterisk next to whoever the champion is of college football this year. I am here to tell you the answer is no, but we might need to put a star and bold Alabama's name because I think there's a strong argument that this is the greatest champion in the history of college football when you consider all of the different challenges associated with playing college football this year. COVID, the discipline, 
the necessity of uh, of of just not living a normal life in order to maintain your eligibility. In addition to being a college kid, you had to be a college kid who made good decisions off the field. And the Alabama leadership was such, not only from the coaches, but from the players. I saw an interesting story, and I think we talked about it a little bit on the radio here. Nick Saban trusted his guys to go home for Christmas and not make bad decisions. And there are a lot of people out there who certainly would not have trusted their team, but I think it speaks to the culture that Alabama football has created that Nick Saban could go for 12 years at Alabama and win six national championships. And I believe this is the best Alabama football team he has ever had in his entire time there. And what we saw from Devontae Smith in the first half when effectively Alabama put this game away. Now look, they kept scoring and they could have kept adding as many points basically as they needed to, no matter what the situation was in general. But the truth of the matter is this. Alabama was infinitely better than Ohio State. And I know Buckeye fans, you got the Trey Sermon injury early, uh, and Justin Fields wasn't 100%. But your defense never really stopped Alabama all night. You had the one fumble from Mac Jones in the first half. Otherwise, they only punted once in the first half, and that was basically because they got the ball back with 45 seconds left. You held them to one field goal in the third quarter, but then otherwise, they took right back over, came back down, got two touchdowns, and by early part of the fourth quarter, they had already hung 52 points on you. This was a name-the-score game. Nobody in the Ohio State secondary could cover Devontae Smith. They couldn't cover anybody else either. Mac Jones nearly had 400 yards passing in the first half. Devontae Smith had more total yards in the first half than the entirety of Ohio State did. I mean, this was a beatdown of epic proportions. I'm not sure, to be honest, that Ohio State ever had a real chance in this game. And that's no slight against Ohio State, who played a well of a game on New Year's Day against uh, against Clemson. But I believe this is Nick Saban's best Alabama team. And I think if you look at all of the complexities and all of the challenges of a COVID era, keep in mind what Alabama did. They beat everybody in the regular season, the 10 regular season games they played by 15 or more points. They dominated against uh, Notre Dame. And then they absolutely obliterated Ohio State to such an extent that the only team that ever was really close to them was Florida. And even that game wasn't that close. If you were an Alabama Crimson Tide fan, effectively you could watch every game this year with your team and in the second half never really be nervous that your team was going to lose. And I don't remember ever watching a team in college football where that was the case. There was no moment really, certainly in the fourth quarter, for Alabama football really this year where you ever desperately thought, we've got to have a play now here if we're going to win this game. 
they had game control of every game they played this year. And the amount of talent and the differential that existed between them and Ohio State wasn't really an indictment of Ohio State. There was that talent gap that everybody Alabama played all year between them. And I give credit to Ohio State. They didn't quit, right? It wasn't like they were uh, they were overmatched and the team just fell apart uh, and, and, and they had no interest in being on the field. Alabama was just a lot better. And I think even Buckeye fans sitting around watching, I mean, you just don't get used to watching your team get beaten like Alabama beat them. And Alabama, if they had needed to, I think they could have scored 70 points on Ohio State last night. And so the question, how good are they? I think they're one of the greatest teams of all time. And it's crazy. I think we're underrating Alabama potentially a little bit because of how great LSU was last year. I mean, think about the 15-0 and LSU team with Joe Burrow last year was so incredibly good that I think a lot of people out there thought to themselves, okay, we've never seen a college football team like this. In fact, I think last year at this time, when I came on Tuesday morning down in New Orleans, I was telling you, hey, I think LSU is the greatest team I've ever seen, and certainly Joe Burrow had the greatest uh, quarterback season I've ever seen. But if you look at the quality of the wins that Alabama has and the way that they beat everybody in the method that they did, I think there is a strong argument that Alabama is as good, if not the best, team in the history of college football. And that this is Nick Saban's best team. Now, defensively, they were not on the same level as some of the incredibly elite Alabama defenses. But offensively, I mean, we're talking about a team that nobody could stop. They basically hung 50 on everybody. It didn't matter who they played And the defense just kept getting better over the course of the season such that nobody ever really gave them a chance. Nobody ever really gave them a game. You know, everybody went after Notre Dame after Notre Dame got waxed on January 1st in the the playoff. Alabama beat Ohio State a lot better than they beat Notre Dame. Let's be honest. I mean, Notre Dame at least made Alabama work a little bit. Ohio State never really put Alabama in any kind of danger at all uh, In once we got to, what, 35-17, I think it was, at the half. That game was over. There was absolutely nothing more to worry about from Ohio State. And that's no insult to Ryan Day or Justin Fields or anybody else. I think Ohio State is an elite caliber team, but Alabama is just on a different caliber than everybody else was in college football this year. And I think this is Nick Saban's best team. And I think Nick Saban now is the greatest college football coach of all time. I really do mean that. And I'm going to unpack that a little bit later in the show. We'll kind of run through all the data points of why I believe that to be the case. But we're going to bring back Lance Taylor, who's uh, down in uh, Birmingham, Alabama, 94.5 Jocks. And I also want to make sure, uh, and I'll talk about this before we end the hour, I think we got to give a lot of credit to everybody who made college football happen this year. The players, the coaches, the parents, the fans, everybody who worked as hard as they possibly could to ensure that the college football season happened. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. 
Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's Tire TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We bring in Lance Taylor, 94.5 jocks down in Birmingham. Uh, LT, you've watched a lot of Alabama teams. Where does this 13-0 Alabama Crimson Tide team, in your mind, rank among the best that Nick Saban has ever had? It's got to be the best. It has to be. And, you know, a couple of factors, Clay. You know, they go 13-0. But to navigate a 10-0 SEC schedule, and look, I said going into this game, I don't really believe they've played any elite teams. You know, Georgia was a good team. A&M was a good team. Florida was a good team. Notre Dame was a good team. Ohio State was going to be the best they played. And just the destruction in the second quarter to really pull away. And, I mean, when you've got five first-team All-Americans on the offense, uh, your AP All-American team, and to score nearly 50 points per game, and then to completely just dominate every game. I mean, uh, to me, and then to go through the whole COVID situation. You know, I I don't know what was more impressive, going undefeated or really navigating COVID better than any team in America. Yeah, I mean, I think there are several different superlatives associated with this performance for Alabama. For me, it is that if you are an Alabama Crimson Tide fan, like my 10-year-old is, fortunate for him, who's hopped on the bandwagon, as you know. But to his credit, you know, we were at the LSU game last year when Joe Burrow came in and had an unbelievable performance. He's seen Alabama lose to Clemson, all those things. This season, there was never really any point in time where you were actually nervous if you were an Alabama fan. I mean, you could be nervous when the game starts, uh, as, as many fans are when their favorite team's about to take the field. But there was never really a point in the second half where you ever thought, I mean, even against Florida, when the game, I think the final score was like 52 to 46 or whatever the heck it was, there was never really a point where you thought, oh, Florida's going to win this football game, right? I mean, now Florida played the, 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 their, their, you know, like out of, out of their minds, but you never really felt like Alabama was in super danger. Well, you're right. I mean, you like I, I mean, I like to get after it and gamble a little bit. And, you know, I had Florida plus 15 and a half that night, but I was yeah. controlled that entire game. I was sweating plus 15 and a half the entire night. I never That's right. felt like Alabama would lose that game. You go back to October 10th, and that was what Pete Golding, the defensive coordinator for Alabama, called their coming to Jesus moment, where they gave up, you know, a thousand yards that night, which was so against Ole Miss for people who have forgotten but but I think Ole Miss only stopped Alabama once that whole night and you never really felt like yeah right if you're not minus you know four in turnovers you're going to win this game because you're going to outscore and they ultimately won that game by double digits and then you know against Georgia going into that game you know we didn't know what Georgia had that's a good point I forgot about Georgia yeah was going to be able to win that game. And, you know, once they came out at halftime, they made that adjustment. And then it was just like the Jets were on, and that team never looked back. And they controlled every game moving forward. And to me, what's amazing is where we are. I really do believe, unfortunately for some, that college football has become top-heavy. It's almost like women's college basketball. You've got what Mm -hmm. I believe are three elite programs. It's Alabama, it's Clemson, it's Ohio State. You know, and in that next tier, you've got your Oklahoma and Georgia and whoever else you want to put there. But these are the teams that continue to get it done. But for Nick Saban, 
to win six national championships in 12 years, Clay, that is impossible. I don't know if as Gino Ariema, I haven't even looked at this. Um, I don't know if he did that with UConn women's basketball. And I mean, in this sport, and Nick Saban will be 70 next fall. It is truly remarkable. And I think right now, and I said this earlier on the show yesterday, before this game was even played, that I believe when Nick Saban wins his seventh national championship, John Wooden's kind of the bar for most winning 10 national championships in Westwood. But I think Nick Saban, based on circumstances and everything, where we are in 2020, I think he's the best coach in any sport ever. Oh, it's such a fun debate. I mean, it really is. How many more years does he have? He's 70 years old, as you just said. The talk when he went to Alabama, got there, I believe, in 07, was that he, you know, he didn't stay anywhere for very long. He's obviously not going anywhere else. I think that's fair to say. I think it would be a, a surprise. If, if I gave you over under three and a half more years coaching at Alabama, would you go over or under? I've never seen a mirror around him. I don't know if he's got a reflection. The guy could be immortal, and I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> kidding. I mean, he really doesn't age. You look back to some of these ESPN classics when he coached Michigan State. He looks younger now, and I know it probably helps when you got millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, I think that helps everybody look a little younger. Um, I probably, I mean, that's about that's a great number. I mean, I think it's going to be. You know, I, I was sitting there on Monday night, uh, you know, at a local sports bar watching the first half and. You know, a really good friend, an Alabama fan, before the game, you know, Nick Saban was walking out of the tunnel. He said, do you think this is it? And I said, no. That guy can't give it up. I don't know what the year is going to be because 70, when you, you used to look at 70-year-olds, that was the old Tom Osborne's and the old Bear Bryant. Yes. You know, and even, you know, Bill Snyder at Kansas State, those guys look like wizards, you know, almost about to collapse into dust. <laughs> or, like, did you and see, he, you saw, it's hard to cut you off, but the picture of the 43-year-old dude who played in the NFL next to Brady that they put up on Saturday oh, yeah. night, and Brady looks <laughs> like he's, you know, like 24 next to that guy who looks like he's 74. Like, it is yeah. true that we age better in theory now, I think, than we did, you know, back in the day. Yeah, it's Ponce de Leon. He found the fountain of youth. Yes. It's crazy. Yeah, Brady definitely did. Um, I just I think Nick Saban's one of these guys, man. He just loves it. He loves the entire, and I don't want to use his word, the process, but every element about it. And he has just built a complete machine, man. And it's it's been really amazing to watch because, you know, you see a ton of talent come and go. You see a ton of coordinators, including Steve Sarkeesian, who did such a great job for a couple of years there. Those guys come and go, and – Nick Saban just keeps moving along, and the older he gets, man. And I, I don't know when it stops, Clay. I probably would play the under three and a half, but probably would get burned with that. Okay, so Steve Sarkeesian just called a masterful half, right, when things mattered. I mean, in the first half, the only stops that Ohio State got were Mac Jones gets the ball knocked out of his hand and the punt where Alabama just you know got the ball back with 45 seconds and, and didn't really have enough time to do much, so they punted the ball. Otherwise, I mean, Ohio State was just shell-shocked, right? I mean, there was never any point in time where it felt like they really ever got their footing underneath them on a defensive perspective. They couldn't cover Devontae Smith. I mean this. I've watched college football my entire life. You have too. Have you ever seen a receiver take over a football game in a half like Devontae Smith did in the first half of the national title game last night? No, you know, as a Rams fan, I want one. I want Devontae Smith. And, you know, I think the quarterback position is obviously the most important in the NFL. But I think you could start to make an argument that a dominant one receiver like that, a once-in-a-lifetime, a top three or four guy, is, is a close second. And, you know, I, the girlfriend asked me when we were watching the game on Monday night, she said, is he the best 
college, you know, receiver in history. And, I, you know, I had to think about it for a second. I said, yeah, I think he is. And what's amazing, man, is you just look at this lineage of guys from it started with Julio Jones, and I think Kirk Herbstreit pointed that out on the broadcast. And then you, you, you get guys like Calvin Ridley, and you just get so many talented guys. And I'm missing one, Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs. And I know I'm – there's just a ton of – Jalen Waddell, who came back and played. I mean, that, 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 yeah. you can argue. I tweeted this. He, yeah. He's, he's the best. But outside of that, Clay, yeah, I would have loved – Amari Cooper Larry is the one you're missing, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I would have loved to have seen Larry Fitzgerald when he was the runner-up for the Heisman. As, as good as that illustrious career was, and I don't know if it's done yet in Arizona – but as good as Fitzgerald was at Pittsburgh, I would have loved to have seen him with this kind of quarterback and this kind of offense with this kind of play call. But outside of that, man, I think Devontae is, is probably the best I've ever seen. Uh, it, it is kind of remarkable. And I felt like in many ways as I was watching the game, I wonder what Clemson is thinking. Like, Because the great thing about college football and the NFL and anything else, as you well know, is a 60-minute game, anything can happen. I feel like having watched Ohio State go up against Alabama, it's probably the case that Ohio State had their 10 game against Clemson, and Clemson might well have had their one game against Ohio State, so that the gap between those two teams on that particular 60 minutes looked massive. You know, Ohio State made every play, and Clemson didn't look like they could do anything right. Uh, But as you mentioned before, there was a lot of talk coming into, and this is how I opened the show. A lot of talk coming into this college football season that whoever the champion was would have an asterisk beside them. I think maybe we need to make that a super, like, in bold star because Alabama, you can make the argument, is one of the best college football teams of all time. And you could even make the argument they are the best college football team of all time. And I know we just made this argument last year with uh, LSU with what they did. But if you consider, it's not like Alabama, even though they only played 13 games, first of all, 13 compared to 15, but there's no cupcakes in there, right? There's no directional school. There's no, uh, there's no non, you know, the FCS school or something that they played 11 games against Southeastern Conference opponents, which is two more than has ever been played by any team ever in the history of the conference. And then they went out and they beat. Notre Dame, soundly, right? They could have named their score, basically, against Notre Dame in many ways. And the same thing against Ohio State, right? By the time you got into the second half, there wasn't really any significant question out there about what the outcome of the game was. I think it is the greatest team based on a lot of the things you said there. You know, I would have said that LSU was last year, and I was just amazed that LSU was able to do what they were able to do. And that offense and what Joe Brady and Joe Burrow were able to do. Um, but I think this offense is better. And I, I think this defense, after October 10th against Ole Miss, I think it got better and better. They only allowed over 150 yards on the ground one time, and that was against Ole Miss. And Pete Golding got those guys together after that moment. And Mac Jones goes on and has the highest QBR we've ever seen. I didn't think we'd see anything better than Joe Burrow last year. Um, and not that it was flashy, but, man, I just – you know, I go back to the second quarter against Ohio State. You know, for a minute it was twenty-one seventeen with five minutes to go, and then it was like it was a blur. I mean, I'm yeah. like, what in the hell happened here? And it's like they took off, and you know, I just think with all of the circumstances, man, I I, I just don't know how you put an asterisk next to this, Clay. I, I just, you know, I think I mean, you put a star me, by it, as in this is one right. of the most incredible and and accomplished championship teams we've ever seen. I don't know that there's ever been a more 
undisputed champion than what Alabama is. Okay, a couple of other things. I'm watching this game, and one of my buddies texts me, and he's like, hey, should I be nervous about Tua? My buddy's a Dolphin fan, and he's like, because this Alabama offense, Mac Jones looks as good or better than Tua did. And last year, Tua had Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell, Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs. I mean, that might be the greatest wide receiver core in the history of college football. I don't, I can't remember a time when a team had four number one receivers, meaning first-round draft picks like this. Uh, and the offense certainly didn't lose any steps without Tua this year. Um, do you have to start to factor that in a little bit? And what do you think about Mac Jones in terms of his ability and forecast in the NFL draft? Well, I do think Mac Jones throws a better deep ball. You know, Tua a little more accurate, at least based on what I've seen. You know, more mobility. Um, you know, the intangibles probably about the same. But I mean, it's a great point to me. Going back last year, when you factor in uh, uh, Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs, I think it is the greatest you know wide receiver corp we've ever seen in the history of college football. If I'm the Miami Dolphins and I have an opportunity, we've heard these rumblings with Sean Watson. He's obviously not happy with the Houston Texans. If I'm yep. Brian Flores and I can give those two picks back and I give two up and I can get Deshaun Watson, who to me, we had another argument on the show, who was the greatest quarterback that Nick Saban and Alabama have ever faced in a national championship game. It wasn't Trevor Lawrence. It wasn't Colt McCoy. To me, it was Deshaun Watson in back-to-back years. It wasn't Justin Fields this year. Uh, Deshaun Watson, he's a proven commodity. You know, when he had a number one, they were going to the postseason. And I think you put him in the culture they're building with Brian Flores. Watch out. He can do everything you want him to do with a modern-day quarterback. You know, to answer your question about Tua, I don't know. Jury's still out. But I think Mac Jones has solidified himself as top 15 pick. We're talking to Lance Taylor, 94.5, jocks down in Birmingham, obviously talking about the Alabama win over Ohio State. But while I've got you, you are a huge Rams fan. Do you give your Rams any chance to go on the road and pull off an upset against the Packers? Well, here's the positives. Um, so I think Aaron Donald's going to be fine. I think Cooper Cup has just got a uh, knee contusion, which is going to be huge. You know, they ended up in 18 going to a Super Bowl without Cup, who got injured earlier that year in the regular season. Quarterback position is a complete mess. But you've watched them. To me, the Ravens are coming on, who just beat your Titans, as yep. probably the second-best defense. But I think the best defense is the Rams right now. If Cam Akers can t- continue to run the football like he's running it behind that offensive line, who is starting to dominate, I think they got a shot. You know, they didn't turn the football over against Seattle. I think if Wolford doesn't go down with that stinger, I think they win that game by 21 points. I think they control the entire game. I think golf put them in a bad situation. They had to call plays to protect golf. Um you know, if golf gets a little healthier, if Wolford comes back 100%, I don't know where you go in that quarterback position, but, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you got to turn Aaron Rodgers over, which is really difficult to do. That's the one matchup I didn't want. Didn't mind going to Tampa. Didn't mind uh, playing anybody but the uh, Green Bay Packers in 17 degrees in Lambeau Field. But I think they got a shot. We're talking to Lance Taylor. All right, what do you expect to see in the third matchup between Brady and Breeze? 
Uh, and, and really just kind of walk in. We only got four football games left, really. You know, the divisional round is the last, I would say, great weekend for football. I enjoy the AFC and the NFC championship game and certainly the Super Bowl. But I like to sit down like we did over Wild Card Weekend, have three games all day on Saturday, three games all day on Sunday. We're down to, if my math is right, seven games now with the college football season being done. Seven games left. Uh, what do you expect the AFC and the NFC championship games to be? Well, you know, I, I do think that Brady has kind of turned the corner. He looks like Brady's old self, and he's got a ton of weapons, and Breeze looks like a shell of himself. Now, the difference is Breeze has got the legitimate defense, and yep. Tom Brady doesn't. And, you know, that's the thing that scares me. And, um, you know, and Alvin Kamara probably will be the best offensive weapon on the field, and Michael Thomas getting a, a little, you know, momentum going. And that was one of the things that blew me away watching this past weekend. He the Bears. He scored his first touchdown in over a year. Which yeah, that really wild. blows me away. I know he's missed, missed a lot of time. Um, I've just got a feeling Tampa Bay's going to beat him. And I've got a feeling that the Green Bay's going to win. I think we're going to get Green Bay Tampa. I wouldn't be surprised if we finally see a team host a Super Bowl in Tampa. Um, it's really cheesy because I never believed Tampa would get there. But now they've got a lot of momentum. I don't like their defense at all, but, you know, this is kind of one of those weird years. And I still think the AFC is by far the, the dominant conference. And I think Buffalo is the best overall team. You know, they survived Indianapolis. When you can give up 450 yards to a team that doesn't turn the football over and still win that game, I know Frank Reich had a lot to do with that. But I just think Buffalo survived. I think they will advance. And I think ultimately we're going to get a Buffalo, um, you know, Tampa or Green Bay Super Bowl. Last question for you. There are still people out there chirping about whether or not the college football season was worth it. I think that this is one of the greatest accomplishments in the history of college football, irrespective of who we want to cha- who won a championship. We said we think Alabama is one of the best teams ever, but the accomplishment to get it done to me is pretty incredible. And I can't believe that there are still some of those what I call them Corona Bros out there chirping about how the season wasn't safe or they can't believe that the season was played or whether it was worth it. Yeah. Look, I, I agree with you. To me, this has been one of the most enjoyable seasons. Look, I'm a USC fan. That's the team I pulled for. I didn't get to. I got gypped on the whole Pac-12 debacle, and didn't get to see them start until late. But this was the longest season we've ever had. Um, I thought it was just an incredible escape for anyone that that just loves to get away from the reality of our situation right now as a society. And I just thought it was awesome, man. And I can't even imagine Clay if we wouldn't have had college football this year. Yeah. I agree with you. I mean, it would have been, I think there are, not only that, I mean, I think the number of, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit to close out the hour, but I think when you give guys the options to opt in and they choose to do that and they found a way to do it in a safe manner, I just think that the argument that that college football shouldn't have been played is one of the dumbest arguments I've ever seen anybody in the world of sports make. Look, I, I don't disagree with you, man. I think this was so needed on so many levels for so many different people. And, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of our society out there that doesn't know anything about college football, doesn't care anything about college football. And people have been affected on so many different levels by this pandemic. But I know for what you do and for what I do and for this community that I'm in, this was important. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think there's any doubt at all. Uh, LT, I appreciate the time, my man. I appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, and uh, enjoy the games this weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, Clay. Thanks, man. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. To me, and if you listen to this show, you have heard me argue this ad infinitum. It is important to play and find a way like college football did because America is about finding a way no matter how significant the obstacles are. And what's amazing to me is how well as a country we can pull together and overcome obstacles if we try to make the goal a can-do process. Let's figure out a way how to do something instead of curling up in the fetal position and saying it's too difficult, it's too scary, it's impossible. So many of the people who work in sports media alongside of me basically gave up on the idea of a college football season. They all said, there's no way this can happen. June and July, you saw the Big Ten make that decision. You saw the Pac-12 make that decision. And I think it's appropriate that the SEC ended up winning the national championship this year, that Alabama did it, because the SEC saved this year's college football season. Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the Southeastern Conference, said, we are going to find a way to play And if we're not going to be able to play, I'm going to wait till the last possible moment to cancel the season. I want as much data, I want as much information as we can possibly find about how we can play this college football season safely. And guys, they did it. Not only did they play, they managed to do it without any serious health issues for any player, any coach, and They had full crowds for all of the games. Not full crowds, but you know what I mean. They had crowds inside the stadiums for every single SEC football game. And there were none of these super spreader events that everybody was terrified of. I went and watched this Alabama Crimson Tide football team play against Tennessee. It was actually the game when Jalen Waddell got injured. And it is 100% appropriate that Alabama, which played the most SEC football games of all time and ended up going 13-0, and deserves the opportunity to be crowned champion in this game. Because the SEC, in conjunction with the ACC and the Big 12, managed to find a way to play, and it was an incredible accomplishment. Just an absolutely incredible accomplishment all around. Everybody out there should be incredibly proud. The parents, the players, the coaches, everybody for finding a way to get this done. And let me just say this too. I understand it's disappointing for Ohio State to lose, but there were a lot of people, including Justin Fields, who were incredibly important in allowing this season to happen. I told you guys When we watched the playoff round, the semifinals, I said, hey, this is the exact reason why we are playing in a big way because Trevor Lawrence 
and because of the statements that were made by Justin Fields, they got us out onto the field and they made this happen when they started that we want to play hashtag. And I know there are still people out there in my industry who continue to write, was it worth it? Was the season worth it? And all the different commentary that's out there uh, from the New York Times, and I saw Sports Illustrated, and I saw the USA Today, and they're all out there still arguing about whether or not this season was worth it. I am here to tell you that it was worth it in, in spades. It was an incredible accomplishment. I think collectively, it is one of the greatest accomplishments in the history of college football. And I think when we talk about college football in the years ahead and we sit back and we say, hey, when did college football manage to overcome the greatest adversity in your life and give people an escape from the real world at a time when the escape from the real world was needed probably more than we've ever seen. College football found a way. And by the way, some people want to be like, oh, they took advantage of these players. There's no way they should have been out on the field. These guys all opted in. They were significant in saying, we love this sport. We've been working too hard not to play. We want to be there. We want to be making plays. And so they did. And I just love every single aspect of what ended up happening in this season and them finding a way to get it done. I just thought it was fabulously well done. And I think everybody out there, if you're a college football fan, you should be thanking Greg Sankey at Greg Sankey on Twitter. In fact, Twitter is often a very negative place. What I would ask you guys to do Trust me on this based on all the research I have done, based on all the conversations I had. I want you, if you're listening to me right now, to please reach out to Greg Sankey and just say thank you. There's so much negativity out there. I don't even know if he's going to check all of his mentions. He'll probably, I'll probably get him on uh, the show at some point later this week. I'll reach out to him and get him on. Uh, but Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, refused to panic in the face of all the Corona bro pressure that was out there from the media. And he just kept saying, we have to wait. And by the way, we're talking about college football a lot, but the reality is it's not just college football. that got to play this fall. There are athletes in so many different sports that found their way to get out onto their fields and were able to compete, whether it's women's soccer whether it is, and I'm not even sure of all the different sports that are played in the fall, so I'm probably going to end up screwing up. But I know women's soccer was played. And I know there were a lot of other college sports that ended up happening too. Football being able to play was the one that allowed them to make it happen as well. It's just an absolutely incredible story. So do me a favor if you are listening to OutKick right now at Greg Sankey. Thank him for all the work that he did to make college football happen, you can then hashtag it with OutKick, and uh, and I think you guys will uh, will be impressed um, at uh, at how much he will appreciate that. At Greg Sankey, hashtag it OutKick. Thank him for making this season happen. I appreciate all of you. Uh, we are going to continue to break down everything in the world of college football with the season ending. When we come back, congrats to everybody out there who's a college football fan. This is OutKick on Fox sports radio.
Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare hey it's jonas knox all right game off we got to pause here to talk more about monopoly go i know what you're saying flag on the play you already talked about that but there's just so much good stuff in this game in monopoly go you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards the more you win together the more awesome prizes you unlock and there's so much to get unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!